0: Let's crack open a beer and share some thoughts.
1: Welcome to the It's probably the most... Are
2: show that we're having a day Yeah,
1: quite possibly. In, in terms of the sheer scale of people that have got sat around the, the, the table at the moment. Past the thousands. Past the ben thousands, in, indeed. Podcast. Let's, let's just jump straight into it. I think we're going to go around the table and um, get the folks that we've got with us today to introduce themselves. So, pointing across the table, because we know our audio listeners love a good point. Who have we got <laughs> across the table?
3: Um, Bob, Bob Maxwell, uh Midlands, uh, co-founder of the Midlands Beer Blog.
4: As Carl Marshall,
3: Ooh, brewer extraordinaire at
4: Twisted Barrel. Sarah <laughs> so <ate> DJ. his <laughs>
1: Apparently so. It's the most random intro I've ever heard. I don't think
5: we can find it. Sarah Maxfield, the maker of the foot that Bob always lays
6: claim for. Dave Hopkins, not the co founder of the Pierre <laughs> uh, Blonde, Bob.
1: I and mean, it's, it's you and me. We, exactly. we, we, we to yeah. So we are in the Wellington pub in, in Birmingham, uh,
2: for what is the Birmingham. Of, um, <laughs> Birmingham.
3: Birmingham. Birmingham.
1: Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> but, See, I think way to say so, <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, we've, we've, we've been schooled on that <laughs> already. Um it's the, Midlands accent. For the For the first of uh, two shows that, that we're recording, which are focused on the Midlands, um, and I just want to give a big shout out to Geeky Brummy uh, as well, who are here doing the, um, the sound tech for us as well. So, uh, again, an a podcast, it's brilliant to point yeah. out that we've actually got... We've got a sound <laughs> engineer. We've got somebody actually sitting, is monitoring it? the sound. There's a whole load of leads and buttons which I've never seen before. No, I just, I'm, I'm just like completely blown away <laughs> by this. Um, so, so, yeah, the idea is, is that we're, we're, we've come up here to, to talk to the guys about Birmingham, the, the, the beer, the scene, the bars. Uh, and all the rest, and just to get a bit of a feel for, for what's going on up here mm-hmm. right now. Yes, yeah, so one the Midlands have got to offer. Indeed. Um, as always, we've got beer in glass. Yes. Yeah, so I've um, tried it. Actually, I've not tried But before we try it, I'm going to hand over to the man that had a had a role in brewing this beer. So, so, so Carl, what are we drinking?
4: Uh, it's called Loi. It's a mock pale uh, and a Freeway collaboration. I know Freeway collaboration can probably seem a bit in depth because um, it's normally two breweries, but we actually paired with another brewery and an actual artisan coffee uh, roaster at the same time. So we actually made the three-way collaboration more of a collaboration. Um, we added cocoa nibs into the boil. Um, so basically it's a pale ale in kind of style that you would get a mocha. Um, a lot of coffee in there as well. Um, it's it's a unique beer in in my kind of imagination. It's, it's, it's a, um, it doesn't taste what it looks like. <laughs> Would probably be the better way to kind of explain it. And that Revolution, uh, the brewery that they actually brewed it with, is a, um, is a very talented guy. Um, I think he's currently on a small kit. He's, he's going to expand soon, and he's also um, kind of friendly to a lot of the homebrewers. If I remember right, he owns um, UK Brew, which is a massive brew site where people order a lot of the beer recipe, and they as well. Um, the coffee roasters are a court horse, actually based in Birmingham at the minute. They selected three kind of uh, beans for us to actually uh, try to go with the beer and see what works best. So we tried them mm-hmm. out of the war. Um, picking the, I think it was a Kenyan. I don't mind me on that. Though. But uh, you're all looking now, aren't you? <laughs> Once the bottle. Yeah. Ethiopian, Ethiopian, uh, coffee bean. Um, there was two Ethiopian um, style beans that we actually picked um, to want to go in this beer. But if I remember right, again, um, it's from the lowland. Of um, Ethiopia mm. rather than the higher hills where the coffee beans are actually made. Um, it tastes a lot more limey than what the got, other ones. It's got quite a tangy
0: finish. Yeah, like, yeah. There's definitely a tanginess to it, yeah. which I couldn't quite work out where it came from. what mm. you
1: say, now that's more than the coffee beans.
4: Yeah. You, yeah.
1: you know, now that, you that said lime, the thing that springs to mind is that chocolate limes, yeah, the, the yes. sweets that, yeah. that you get. Or the lime on the outside chocolate. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's what you're getting coming through on I this
4: the chocolate actually comes from the coconut that we actually um, used in the boil as well. I mean you're right, I mean visually
0: and then aroma and then mouthfeel and taste, yeah. they don't all seem to link together automatically. No. But it works really well.
4: Yeah. It, does, it does work really well. Yeah. I mean this
0: is a 5.8, I, was, I thought it was going to be bigger just because of all that flavour. Yeah.
4: That is really nice, but you're right, it's, it's,
0: it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a confusing beer, isn't it? it
4: I think there's every essence of each uh, brewery, uh, well, each part of the collaboration in there as well, and, and that's what we at twisted Barrel tend to try and do, bring everyone together as a collaboration, rather, than not necessarily, putting one side into it as well, and I think everyone that um, kind of it's a good start. It's a great it's start. A good it's been be amazing beer to do with
1: a tote bag on your head, wouldn't it, in, in terms of blind tasting? I think we should all do that all the time. Who, who do that kind of thing?
3: <laughs> who,
1: who, who knows? Um, <laughs> as, as I said in the intro, we're, we're here to talk about um, quite extensively the, the the beer scene in the Midlands. So um, just um, really going to hand over to... We're just going to sit back and let you guys go for it. Um, <laughs> i just crack open Yeah. This. yeah. Um, just um, give us a bit of an overview in terms of where is beer at in the Midlands right now? Yeah.
3: Um, I think, it's worth saying, right from the beginning, I think that um, the Midlands itself has got some fantastic breweries. Uh, obviously, you've got Twisted Barrel. Um, you know, Do you feel obliged to say that he's sat next yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah. There's Fix Wheel, who I think we've had we've had on the, the, the podcast before. Um, there's there's loads of really interesting, exciting breweries. And we went to uh, Burnt Soul um, this morning as well, who uh, won the Thirsty Games at Indyman. Um So there's some really exciting breweries coming uh, kind of here in the Midlands. Um, i don't think in the Midlands as well. It's it's, it's Sometimes you think of Birmingham as kind of, um, kind of, kind of you know, quite a tight um, kind of metropolitan area, but there's there's all the other surrounding areas like Coventry, Wolverhampton, um, kind of various other areas in and around kind of that are around and close to Birmingham.
4: Maybe but it's best to start, thing. maybe it's actually best to kind of narrow down and explain what Midlands actually is yeah. because it's a part of four different areas. Yeah. And the West Midlands solely contains of Birmingham or. Well, Greater than the one I work. It's not greater But you're from Coventry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's mean, why. It, <laughs> that's why it's not greater than. But like the bigger area, yeah. the bigger area of Birmingham, yeah. yeah. black country and that as well, and Coventry,
0: and then you've got the East Midlands as well, including yeah. Leicestershire, Um, you've got North Midlands and South Midlands. So for the uninitiated, un- where does the Midlands start? So my mum lived in the Keys. Where. Is Milton Keynes just before we get to the
4: Factually or our opinion?
3: Both. No, <laughs> right. um, you kind of the, so um, last year we voted on the, the West Midlands Local Authority and that stretches. So that's how that's where we go. We going <yeah>. <laughs> 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 some politics. Yeah. Well, politics in the results. So we cover everything, Stephen. So yeah.
2: <laughs> but if you're going to use some
3: kind of, the, the, so they determined that the West Midlands covered from Coventry to Wolverhampton. Um, and then Birmingham and uh, come in the, some of the surrounding areas, and that's kind of. So commentaries start. So, so how so far like
6: like south, 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 south. south? Yeah. not yeah. so so well, north I mean, it goes as far as like Stoke on yeah. Trent. Is still yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's almost. I mean, you probably
3: I would probably furthest south it goes. I think is probably around Rugby. Yeah. yeah. But Rugby would probably seems sometimes more. It's it's difficult it is, to define. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. I, like I, like, I mean, like Titanic. Imagine no, you is not it? Well, it's, it's essentially just
0: that big block yeah. in the
6: middle
5: of England.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. So you not divide <laughs> somewhere else yeah. Midlands. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think some people, it's the place that they go when they're travelling from the south to the north. And you see a side to the Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you drive with it. And you look at football analogy, you
6: know. When you look at the bottom of any league table, I they're usually <laughs> called the villages. That's the quote number one. Yes, hey, 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 hey. sir. Quote
3: yeah, yeah. number one. So, um, but I wonder if that's part of the problem, Is it's actually quite difficult to define because yeah. different people define it in different ways. Like I so said, the, the West Midlands Authority is Coventry, Wolverhampton, and, and kind of the Dudley kind of surrounding areas, but then. Great Midlands. So not Greater <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs>
1: Genuinely, so it's going
0: to
3: be called no. Great right Birmingham yeah. and everybody no. yeah. in that yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Would
0: you yeah. just let them? Yeah. Good lord, you Back in the mission. So overview of the big next bit. Yes, thank you, sir. Yeah. You do. Let's bring it back to beer. I mean,
6: yeah. we start ourselves as the Midlands vehicle, but we're really the West Midlands vehicle. We don't, you know, it would be nice if somebody in the East Midlands, particularly, I mean, Leicester got a framework, so we're going to have a great Derby, we've got a great basically uh, mm. some so right rooms and right ball and that. Um Nottingham as well, but we don't really touch on that aspect. so we we are a lot of parts of the Midlands we're mainly the West Midlands. So we yeah. do with input if anybody's listening out there <laughs> in, the, in the East Midlands who wants to join in, you know. But um but it, it, it is it is a strange thing. Yeah it, it, although it's a big area in the middle of the country, it is kind of the country, a little bit. Okay, okay. Fli- flipping it back
4: to yeah. the questioner. How far west is the Midlands in the like, idea of breweries, How far would you, what's the furthest west Midlands brewery? West Midlands? Yeah. That's I, I would probably say Clowns.
6: Yeah, probably. Because I mean, Salopium, you know, or West of Salopium. Or Staffordshire. Yeah, there's the famous stuff coming to Manchester, isn't there? No, no, no. No, no, no. Sorry, you definitely said
2: it was the <laughs>
3: There's one thing to learn is that, that there's, a, there's a bit of a competition between Birmingham and, and Manchester, as well, <laughs> which is the number two cities. So, <laughs> don't it's don't, not, don't it's step into it's that! An it's, easy to that it's not <laughs> really much of a competition. It? <laughs>
6: so, back to the beer thing, then. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, let's try and bring
1: it back to the beer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what's going on in beer uh, around here right right, right now, R- regardless of where you define the borders? What, what's, what's Can come? I just throw it in
0: this straight away? Really? Looking from the outside in, my impression is a very very good traditional scene. Yeah,
6: that's what I was going to say. In the Midlands and Birmingham.
0: So, where is it? So, is that a true picture or is it just something I've got exceptional? Um,
3: A bit of both, I think, if I'm honest. I think it's got real traditional roots, um, but um, there are some really interesting, exciting new breweries coming through that are trying to do something a little bit different. Um, So, like I said, we talked about buying Soul. Um, there's a new brewery just started, Glass House. Um, um, Twisted Barrel doing some exciting things, Fix Wheel you know, doing some really exciting things. Fans, Green Dory. Yeah. You know, a lot of those breweries actually have also. So we talked about a little bit earlier about. So, sorry, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. you've made three or four breweries there, which I heard. Yeah. Okay.
0: So is this part of it? Like, yeah. You well know, yeah. You've yeah. there are a lot of breweries and people making beer coming out, but apart from, unless you know you're not hearing about it. They're not coming up though,
6: they've been around for years. Yeah,
0: well, again, Some of them. Fitzwill, new guys, just about yeah. I've heard of. You have a 3M.
6: Uh, well, Glasshouse are fairly new. Mm. That's to be cool. said. I mean, that's, that's a guy who's worked with Brewdog. He's just out of the way, he's and he's producing really amazing beers. Yeah, like really. so still, right. a really small kid. really small kid, I mean, he's going to step up. Um, Burning Soul, we've just visited Burning Soul. So you can see Burning Soul have got the potential to get bigger, hopefully. I mean, oh, they some fantastic beers. They don't really right. get I mean, this is part of the problem with the scene in the sense that, I mean, we had um, an email on the Bailey about um, suggesting some West Midland beers for them to, to do in some, what's it called, the mystery tasting that they're doing. But they needed to be beers that were widely available yeah. you know, in online, online retailers. retailers. And there are yeah. not I mean, obviously, I think you guys, Chrissy Bowen do, a like but a lot of the breweries are too small to actually get out there, you know. I mean I mean I think you know burn soul, you can probably go to Cottage Wines, which is like the premium you know, bottle shopping, not just the business but probably one of the premium bottle shops in the country. But find, you know, local beers in there, but then you're probably not gonna go to anywhere in Manchester or Leeds or anywhere in will because there just isn't they're just not big enough to distribute there, which I think again is part of the problem. Yeah. I think. I think with the middle of the basic, the problem of size that none of them are big enough to make the impact. But also, like you just said, there is that. I don't know what it's like in Yorkshire or Lancashire or mm-hmm. down south, but in the Midlands, yeah. a lot of it is very traditional, really, yeah. I think really traditional. Much, and yeah. yeah. someone who works for a brewery that is traditional, but also we're to by out and do a few new work kind of things. It's really hard. I mean, mm. I work for Green Dog, just. Helping out Alex and in the beers and that. But we grew a beer called Duck One, which sells, it's the best selling beer that we do. And it's, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's just a very plain. for 4, 2% blonde beer. Nothing, there's not, not much hot taste in it because the people that drink it don't want it to taste hoppy. Okay. And um, I had a guy come in the other day to pick up a, a new cash for us, and he said he was he got a traditional pub in the Black Country, and the Duck One went really well. And then he had Duck and Cover, which is our Session IPA, and he said, a lot of people liked it, but he said, some of them are very good because, oh, that's too hoppy for me. And it's like, it's a 4% Session IPA, it's not that hoppy. But it's almost like, you know, you need to kind of educate people that hops are one of the flames of business, and it's (laughs) not, you know, it's not. I I think
1: we can probably draw some comparisons there to what's going on in this, which is quite a lot of times, haven't we, Essex brewers will, will produce beers that they know their punters are going to drink en masse and they're going to drink a lot of it. The minute they start being a little bit experimental is when they find it's difficult to start selling those experimental beers because it's not what the, the, the yeah. punters so are they, used they start to, to pull back on those beers. So yeah. What you described there, did describe I think, very eloquently. The <laughs> yes. whole of Essex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'd say
0: that one, one
3: of the interesting things
5: about a lot of the uh, breweries that are kind of surrounding particularly Birmingham, I think, so kind of the Black Country breweries, so you've got Fixed Wheel and Green Duck. They do a lot of stuff on cask, and I think they do cask really, really well. Um, but it's whether that cask market can kind of slip into what we call the craft market. And I think it's quite interesting to see the kind of um, the difference between the two, because I think both Fixed Wheel and Green Duck do an amazing job of selling their beers in sort of the Black Country area on cask but kind of move it further afield, and both of them would probably not would probably struggle. But actually with their keg beers, they do a really good job. Um, so one of the examples is, is the beer at, at Green Duck at the moment, which is Ricochet, which is a New England RPI. And that's something they've not really tried before. And it's such a beautiful beer, and it's really hoppy and really okay clear cool, as well. Wow. It's really interesting to see something like that, because what's been amazing about that beer is that within Birmingham Beer Bazaar, which was a festival that happened just a few months ago, they kind of sold sold that beer there, and it kind of got a bit of a wider audience across the Midlands, which maybe some of their cast beers wouldn't necessarily do within craft beer. Mm-hmm. So I think what there's a couple of breweries within the Midlands that do a really good job, of kind of balancing that fine line between cask and keg but maybe not maybe don't have the ability to kind of produce enough yeah. beer to actually go beyond the midlands so people don't necessarily see that i wonder yeah. if some so i was going
3: to say i wonder i think one of the issues as well until recently there wasn't many places within birmingham itself that sold local beers um, a lot of tie houses and lots of places that just had contracts with some of the macros um, so the ability for, for brewers that brewed locally to sell in the city centre in a large area and there's lots of bars and pubs and, and stuff in the area was, was a real challenge. More places have opened now. We went to the um, the Wolf earlier and, and the Wolf um, you know, they, they do a really good job of getting in some local beers. Um, where we are now the Welly um, you know they get a really good selection on cask and keg of local beers. So more and more places are doing that. But And sometimes I think the issue is that if you can't, if you really struggle to sell locally, that makes it difficult sometimes to grow to then be able to produce beer to sell further afield.
4: Maybe that's part of our success in a way as well, because there's been so little places in commentary, so um, we've had to look outside that and kind of push a little bit more. So every month we go off the M1 and put the M6 and the occasion we occasionally go down the M1 as well to start out a bit. Any other roads? No. Just <laughs> no, saying so, no, so the M1 and the M6. Well, people have to meet you
2: at the service station. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he hands over, over a couple of kegs that are yeah. around <laughs> <five and> the <that's> bag. <laughs> right. Occasionally M5 as well. Yeah. Oh,
2: wow. It's so the wow.
4: heavy redneck of the big trash. The other of the redneck, well, I've got a deal for you. But, but my point is that the commentary... It, it's got a very close-knit scene, and everyone is very, very supportive, over in country, making sure that you do well, especially if you, mm, don't <laughs> 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 Um We've had to force our way into a lot of markets at the same time. Um, by going up to
0: Manchester. So uh, you've chosen
4: yeah. different strategies, so rather than trying to target
0: places of commentary, which I presume is a little bit similar to burning and there's yeah. a lot of tight places, yeah. you've got right, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. There's no point in trying to fight it. Yeah. We've just got to spread out further yeah. to places yeah. which are independent or say it is. Yes. Yeah, but much.
6: how have you found it? I mean if you if you went up to like, like you know Legal Manchester, which yeah. two cities have got Really I mean, have you found it hard? Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> cause I mean, because I mean, obviously, if you're in Manchester, and people, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, obviously you it, make yeah quality beers, but you know they're all going to be go yeah, it's, long it's long. very
4: hard, and yeah. it's all about building relations. Yeah. It's like if you think about any business; it's about building relations. Yeah. but The brewing scene, it's very close knit anyway, and everyone's mm-hmm. very supportive. Yeah. We've kind of talked. I'd like to think that took the whole kind of West Midlands kind of ethos of us being very, very close and yeah. talking to each other outside a little bit more as well at the same yeah. time. Because the breweries in West Midlands, um, and even in the Midlands as well, are, are very powerful. I think that's one thing that we've got for us, um, though we're not representative enough. Uh, there's hardly any invite in breweries. Um, everyone's very supportive. Everyone helps each other out and probably need to as well. It's uh, it's a good
0: scene. It's bur- in the whole brewing sense of it, it's a very good scene to be part of. So what was our inspiration for
2: this stage?
3: What
0: what 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 was, was spurred
3: us to come to Birmingham? That's the real reason. <laughs> we didn't just wake up one day and go let's go to Birmingham. Can I just the answer is pretty much always the same with most things? It was Carl's. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure this one was Carl's fight, I think this was your fault. My fault? Yeah, I, mean, you yeah, I'm sure you I think I mean, we had a discussion about, um, oh, there were a number of discussions going on about how we should maybe do something that focuses on the Midlands, yeah. and, and, and we were like, yeah, let's, let, let's do that because, let's be honest, sitting outside of the area, yeah. it's not an area that's maybe shouted about as much as your Manchesters and your Leeds and your Newcastles and yeah. places that are really shouting about what they do. And I, I think for us it was a case of, yeah, let's, let, let's explore what we could what we could do there. And I the, the lure of beer. I, mean, I is think, I was, was
3: so, well, I, think well. I was mainly jealous of the other kind of, like, areas. I think you were doing your, uh, like, you did your Essex
4: kind of focus and stuff. So I think I was just being jealous. But, uh, <laughs> in an in underlying to that as well, you've been very supportive of the West Midlands beer You have talked about it quite a lot already, mm-hmm. and as, and, well, Compared to any other podcast I would say that you're pretty much up there supporting it the most I think you you guys have paid a massive attention to what's going on around here and supported it a lot. so maybe it's just the what I've seen as is a general kind of evolved state of what you guys are doing trying to get out there as much as possible.
0: Well, while we were discussing it with, uh, with, with Bob and Sarah about doing this, Carl, you posted a blog, didn't you? <laughs> did
3: I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did. a blog, so you did a blog, and there was a, there was yeah. a Twitter. And you did a poll? Yeah. Blog, which wow. is kind of like outfit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you kind of stanked all over that for us. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: oh. We weren't happy together. Just to be clear.
4: What did the poll say?
0: Do you think the beer scene in the West Midlands is overlooked? If so, what could be done to improve it? Comment below.
4: And what did you
2: think? <laughs> oh, <laughs> never, never had it in
1: my throat straight oh, oh. What? <laughs> How did you answer? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> um, yeah, that would be picked up
4: by the mic. The whisper was still yeah. be picked up by the mic. <laughs> I, I, I think... Someone that travels around the UK quite a lot, how do you I think, I think it's, it's overlooked. Yeah, I'll admit it. I mean I didn't yeah.
0: yes it's overlooked. Yeah. Um, as in my fact that obviously I've been to your yeah. tap room or the old tap room, yeah. as yeah. it was now. Yeah. Yeah. And I went the Birmingham beer Bash last year. I definitely think the big this is
1: overlooked. I think I think from my point of view, I, I used to travel around the UK quite a lot with work and work would always take me to Leeds because that's where I was based, but I was always always in Manchester and London and kind of the big cities. We never ever came to Birmingham for anything. And it, it's interesting because Birmingham's supposed to be the second city mm-hmm. of, of, of the UK. But yet, yeah, it's not It's not just beer, it's overlooked. If, if you go outside of it, it's overlooked for a lot of reasons. Yes, most things Yeah. And it's it's strange, because when you think about it, it's only just over an hour from London on the yeah. train. You can get here quicker than you can get to, to, to anywhere so what else. the
2: other
0: places you mentioned? Yeah. yeah. So, you mentioned a
1: of an hour I don't I don't think it's just something that's unique to beer, but I no. think it's something that's not helping beer because no. it's not being seen as a destination city. People aren't coming here and, and there certainly isn't there certainly isn't the buzz around the Birmingham beer scene that no. you see around other other major cities in the UK. I mean we could all probably we we spoke about Leeds and Manchester, but you could probably add Sheffield, Newcastle, mm-hmm. Bristol, yeah. you know, there's loads of places. Liverpool, as well. Yeah, that you can keep adding to yeah. that, that always, you're always yes. seeing getting mentioned before you see any mention of what's going on in Birmingham yeah. and, and the Midlands. So,
0: so, Carl, what sparked. Obviously, you did the bowl, yeah. then you followed up with the blog. So, what sparked it for you? What was the. I need to answer yeah. the question, yeah. Did something for <laughs> Sherry? There must be something.
4: <laughs> it was <it, laughs> a lot of frustration, to be honest with you, in speaking to the Midlands Beer Blog. Uh, mm-hmm. Hello, here. Oh. <laughs> I'd I like to think that they share the same, yeah. in about, they were getting pushed. opinion. He's taking the Twitter <laughs> trying
0: to say the name. <laughs> <laughs> no, um,
4: opinion. Um, that it it's tr- very very hard to try and get people to come to us, and whereas. People like, say, oh, you're from Manchester, come up and have a drink with us. And look, we've, we've got a couple of bars, you want to meet me there and that. When you say, oh, I'm from Coventry or I'm from Birmingham, come and meet me in, say, Big Onzo, or come and meet me in The Wolf or something like that, or Burning Soul or Ryersburg or, or in Coventry, everyone's like, well, why, why would I want to go there? Like, they would be hyped up or shouted about. Or a- there
0: wasn't a there wasn't a, one particular thing that It was just like a, a build of yeah. We well, yeah. had to say something.
4: Yeah, it's, it's like it's got to the point now. Um, the West Midlands is very good for beer, um, very good for breweries, um, customer service is next to them and then mm-hmm. then all the bars are too as well. Yeah. That, that's that's a very good point to yeah. make. Um, I thought you were talking
2: about
0: yourself. No, no. no, no. <laughs> when, I, when I read the blog last year, it was on about uh, twisted barrel about the. Um, yeah. I think in big a bit of sleeping Giant. Yeah, yeah, we yeah waking from easy. their slumber. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think. Again, I think going back to what Steve said, I don't think that's just about big. No, you right know, you right. said about yeah, football earlier. Well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, those the Midlands clubs in 70s mm-hmm. and 80s were very high up in the in the football yeah, yeah. echelons as well. Businesses, industry, beer. It's is everything yeah.
3: starting to. I think build again. It's it interesting. I think I think there's been a lot of the industry has has gone from the yeah. Midlands. I think that has some kind of impact. Um, I think one of the frustrations we have um, around Birmingham specifically is lack of independence. Mm. And I think that also links in with that idea of where we bring back to be a breweries being able to sell to places. Um, comparing Birmingham itself to, say, somewhere like Manchester and Leeds specifically, um, the amount of independent retailers in the centre is a lot less. Um, um, there's, a, there's a great um, kind of group uh, there's a guy that runs a thing called uh, uh, Independent Birmingham where you can get discounts and bring in together independent retailers um, but if you walk around the centre there's not a massive amount of independent retailers and I think it's things like that that create a, place, create a place being a destination something that's independent because what's on the high street is
4: on the high street at most places and that's where like I think Coventry succeeds quite well yeah. because the council allow independence to shine a little bit more um, where we're based in uh, Coventry, it's just outside the town centre, in the kind of bus awesome and village. So it's like permanent pop-up shops? Yeah, well. yeah, and they've kind of let it grow, but it's full of independent shops, whereas the town centre, it's kind of like we've, we've made our own little section of yeah. independent. And in Birmingham, it's, it,
6: it's not... There hasn't been that kind of wake awakening. at yeah. all apart from I the jewellery quarter. Well, there are some places. I mean, the yeah. jewellery quarter is, is a good place. There's mm-hmm. the jewellery quarter. I mean, there is Great the right Western Arcade, but it's just not the only right yeah. that's got the yeah. like independent shop. And then you've got the Custer Factory in Digbeth. Yeah. And if if you saw the Custer Factory, if you There's nothing else there at the moment. And I mean, we were speaking, I was speaking to the guy, oh, um, amazingly uh, earlier in the week who owns the Custard Factory, and they are trying to redo it and get some. Because there's, there's no way to have food. I mean, Birmingham has got Deep with Dining Club. On a Friday and Saturday, they have some fantastic street food vendors there. But some of these street food vendors could do with a, a, a permanent place or a semi permanent place. I mean, we said this when Grand Central opened. Grand Central, to me, was a perfect opportunity for Birmingham Council to go, like, well, we'll have one unit. And once a month, you know, Andy lover can would go in there. Becky's Baj's would go in there. Brunside would go in there. Back in Britain. You know, you have a different street food vendor. But instead, they've so got yeah. chain planes. Now, some of them are good. You know, they, they're not all bad. You know, I'd go in there. And even I mm-hmm. a capital revolution supposed to be good. Pope's supposed to be good. But it would be nice to have something that was, you know, Birmingham yes. based in there. It's Yeah, it's definitely of the
3: independent spirit, as well. Like, I think that one of the things that I get really frustrated about is that Birmingham's well known for the Birmingham, the, the German market but the German market's run by one, one organisation every fourth store is, is, is the same yeah. um, and my argument is that actually we've got some great um, brewers, we've got some great um, kind of, uh, some of well, our street food vendors are just uh, uh, brilliant loads of independent kind of, um, kind of craft and, and people create some fantastic things if the council had the impetus to do it they could turn the German market into that Kind of um, space to
6: say. Yeah, it depends. spotlight, yeah, that as well yeah. as the German one, which everybody loves the German one. I mean, it brings people in, but it would be nice to bring people in for them and to have a bit of a spotlight on Birmingham. So it, so.
5: it often feels like there's a real underinvestment in Birmingham City Centre from the council side, not, not just financially, but in time and kind of energy. And so, we've kind of got one or two really good spots centrally. So, we've got kind of cherry reds, we've got um, Tilt, we've got post office bolts, which is really good. Got an amazing bottle menu. Um, then we've got Green Dog. Um, but financially, for, for independent businesses to buy into Birmingham, the rent is just too high. So you've suddenly got people buying on the outside and renting on the outside of Birmingham. So in places like the Drury Quarter, in places like the cost of factory, but even even the cost of factory that rent is high, and and then you've suddenly got a really kind of split scene. so I've got to add on to that as well, a
4: lot of the places that are in the centre of Birmingham have been around here for like five years, Mm -hmm. before the rent's been hiked up, so everyone's been kind of going out. Yeah, so So actually around the scenes
5: of Birmingham, and around the kind of suburb areas, you've got a really good scene. but within the city centre itself, it's it's quite poor. And, they, cool. yeah. and, it's
6: actually and quite then easy. we've got the problem of trying to get people who are in the firm to a travel, you know, mm-hmm. 10 or 15 minutes on the bus yeah. to go somewhere. But then, um, we yeah. were discussing this earlier, and I actually don't think that the transport links help. No. Because, you know,
5: I mean, we tried to get a tram, <laughs> and I'm not in Malta for this. This time it's not cars yeah, it's Yeah,
0: really. I, broke,
3: I broke the tram system. <laughs>
5: we tried to get a tram from New Street to the Jewelry Port earlier,
0: and
5: it broke down. Yeah. And it's things like that. Apparently <laughs> it's never done. Yeah, it's <laughs> the first time you were here. I've yeah. never known it do that. But, but it does make it really difficult yeah. because then, from suddenly a five minute journey into,
6: yeah. to Bale. I mean, You it. So it's you build the tram you take it back. Because like we come to Gombridge Week. So we've well, got specifically to go yeah, to that yeah, beyond be be them. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's I I'm being gone Yeah, so. and it's like and it's like a twenty minute walk from the station. But well, well, I don't think I'll get walking to go walk. Well, walk but, because I don't want to I mean, get I mean, there A twenty minute
4: bit. walk is like from going New Street to Julie. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and we find it very, very hard to get people from Bowengong and Black Country and Over to Coventry. Yeah. And I know I'm I'm victim of it as well because I hardly ever go over to Stoutbridge yeah. uh, and come over to Green Dock and go into
6: Fitzwill and stuff. It is yeah. quite tricky situation. It get. is, yeah, it's weird. Because obviously, like I say, when you go to Manchester, you don't think, I've got to walk 10 minutes to go to Bourne Street or Bournemouth yeah. or something like that, or Bournemouth yeah. Leeds, I need to walk 10 minutes to go to North Park. You just think. do it. I you know? think. But I don't think it happens in Birmingham. The, one of the examples of that though is if you,
5: if you kind of look at the reference of Lisa, yeah. you've got four or five really decent bars around the train. Well, right right yeah. So you, you have four yeah. or five beers, and then I mean, you can walk anywhere in yeah, 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 that yeah, car, yeah. to be honest. But there aren't that many places that close together. <coughs> I don't know. So, what you're saying is you haven't I mean,
0: you have got like a, a Piccadilly. No, no. Which is a stretch so, which is in a mile or so. Let
5: me just say forget. this. Even with Coventry, every time we go to Coventry, which I absolutely love, there's some places in Coventry, Beer Gonzo has the Into most there. incredible sour <laughs> list ever, yeah. which I love. But you have to get a taxi. If you want to well, go, that's uh, <laughs> if you want to go from, if you want to, I mean, there is a nice little walk, you've got inspired and you've got drapes, but if you just want to go to Coventry for a couple of beers, um, it is really hard to get from A to B, and I've had to get a taxi from I guess, A to B. I think that's the, the problem, here.
4: you wouldn't come to Coventry for a couple of beers, you'd come to Coventry to do, Unless you're Steve. <laughs> <Come> on, <laughs> the presenter I was just putting my hand way. up waiting for an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the difference between Carpentry and
5: Birmingham.
0: You would come to Birmingham for a couple of years because there's quite a few places around the building. Yeah, like it's track as well. wow. Wow. You're, you're, You two are given us oh. quite a good segue. So
1: your yeah. yeah.
2: poll, Carl, did you read all the comments? Uh, oh, do you want to say something?
1: Before we go on to the poll. Okay, um, okay. I just, I'm just i just questioning if, if whether part of the problem is, is that, that, that the Midlands is, maybe slightly more fragmented than, than some of the other yeah. major cities in the UK. So in, in terms of Manchester and Leeds, everything's in the city. So yeah, it's, yeah. Also, it's also one city. Yeah, so and one, one, more than one Essentially, city. Yes. what you're talking about with Coventry and Bourbon, I suppose I could maybe relate that to either Manchester or Leeds and Huddersfield, yeah. that, that you would spend that extra yeah. 20 minutes on a train and then a 20-minute walk to go to the likes of Magic Rock. Yeah. But, but yet, people would travel from either end of the country to do that yeah. but for some reason yeah. they're not wow. doing yeah. that to go that to Coventry
4: Church Twisted Barrier
0: yeah. to make it a destination. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so some, of the, some of the quotes we had on the on your poll card from Miles Lambert. and as an outsider looking in I'm not really aware of many breweries from the area. Uh, so from Catsill we also had my thoughts exactly we'd love to visit Beer Gonzo but not sure of anything else in the area to yeah, make it work well. <laughs> These are comments on the you
1: <laughs> ran. Yeah. This is what <laughs> this, 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 this is this is what this is what should have formed the backbone of your blog. <laughs> there
5: was something quite interesting. because I just touch on that last comment about uh, Beaconsfield? Yeah. So me and Bob went to interview Ampt at Beaconsfield, didn't we, a little while ago uh, for Midlands Beer Blog? And there was something really interesting about that because what Ampt was saying is that it's actually suddenly become a place where people travel from and to. So you've kind of got people who want to meet. Somewhere centrally, mm. from maybe somewhere like London or Nottingham, but want to meet somewhere in yeah. between, and actually, suddenly, somewhere like Beer actually become quite a good meeting place because it, it's yeah. not yeah. that he, far
3: he out. He consciously builds the beer list to be something to,
0: to pull people in. Yeah. The beer list, the one time I went there for about uh, an hour and a half, was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. that that's, that's constant. It an
5: hour and a half, I don't think I've for an hour and a half.
0: Well, because we've only been to see you, Carl. <laughs> <what's about now? laughs> Um, So we had some other other comments. Um, I think the of Midlands need to shout more about So perhaps referencing what you were saying earlier. Thanks to you guys, we're doing that. Not sure you can do any more than you do. It takes collective effort of breweries, retailers and punters. That's what happens up here. So that's from a £300 cyclist up in Newcastle. Uh, From Mark Johnson, there must be a lack of promotion somewhere. Yours is the only brewery that springs to mind. Twisted barrel. And that's possibly only because
1: of you.
5: That's because right. he's
1: always on Twitter, isn't <laughs> it? But it's, it's interesting because you're you're on Twitter as you, aren't you? You're not no, the, the no, twisted no, barrel. No, no, no. he's no. no, not on Twitter as yeah, on Twitter, Twitter. as someone else I reckon. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> he's just a Twitter addict. Yes. <laughs> <isn't laughs>
4: so you're not actually Twitter's doing weird. the promo for. Uh, 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 I, I retweet and I tweet um, about things that I appreciate. I I like to buy my own beer. I don't like to get freebies mm-hmm. off anyone or
1: anything like that or I've tried buying you a pint stand. <laughs> 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 the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought <it> actually <laughs> one of the easiest <laughs> things
0: <laughs> to do. Yeah. yeah. But
4: For me I feel like if I'm going to do something I need to pay my way and like, it, it's me doing all the work. In that case I, I okay, so can't talk about it. Really, just give us. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah,
0: was right.
1: it's nice. Nice. Yeah. Which is actually actually quite good actually because we, we, we've had a quite, quite a chat there about really talking about the beer and we've all been drinking considerable amounts <laughs> of this beer while what I've been drinking. So so let's just get some thoughts on this and then we can, can maybe move on to one of the other um, beers that we've got, yeah. one of the other many beers. <laughs> That, that we've got to feature on
0: these. Well, we
3: deliver as we deliver properly. We've got for a second call,
0: you and I, Steve. Yeah, because we couldn't get a word in it. So well, that's that, true. That, that um, I really, I think that the uh, the coffee beer sort of mixed up for me anyway. I liked it, but it's, it's, it's on the nose. It. It's gone into the background now, the, the coffee beer. It's just a really nice sort of pale ale.
3: lots of flavour, lots of depth to it. I really yeah. enjoying
1: it. It gives it kind of a bit of a, almost a slightly creamy finish to it. Um, that, that enables it just to, to go down really easy and yeah. you just go back in for a little bit more. Any, any other thoughts? It's very really
5: easy drinking for something that's kind of coffee, pale. I'd kind of almost go with white stay. There's, there's just that sense of yeah. really uh, nice uh, kind of coffee flavours and something dark about it. And I'm not sure yeah, if I was or doing a blind tasting whether I'd necessarily pick up that that was a pale beer. The
0: happiness is a fair shout, and then also the uh,
2: white
1: stout is, uh, is a good shout as well. Oh, oh, no. what, what
0: do you think, Dom? No, I'm not asking, you. No, I'm I'm asking, going to asking. you. You can't <laughs> review your own bit. <laughs>
1: that was nice. <laughs> and there we go, their end of the lesson. <laughs> okay, so
3: what's, the, um, what's up
1: next that, that's been poured into glasses currently?
3: So this is, uh, we talked about um, Glasshouse. Um, Glasshouse um, Brew Co. Okay and um, uh, josh uh, used to be um, a barman at brewdog um, and um, part of the um, part of the homebrew club at at, uh, at brewdog in birmingham um, and my my understanding is uh, james watkins spent the week spent the weekend working at um, the bar um, at brewdog birmingham um, so josh took the opportunity to to let him try some of his homebrew stuff um, he was really impressed given the opportunity to go and um, kind of do a bit of brewing up in up in Scotland, um, and kind of Josh has really kind of developed from there. Um, I, so a lot of his stuff is really exciting, and I think he could be a, a kind of one of the breweries that might kind of um, be the next brewery to, that people will get to hear from from um, from Birmingham. This particular beer is a raspberry sour. That's, a, that's all raspberries in the um, in the fermenter. Um, and it's called Meduli. After his, his mom. Nice. Cheers. Cheers. Now, you love
4: sour?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's very cool. oh, that's it's, all rice, it's all raspberry on the nose, isn't it? you <laughs> add <laughs> <It's
0: between laughs> fruit actually into the fermenter, yeah. is if you just add juice or concentrate later yeah, on. Massive difference. Yeah. It's a lot more subtle, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. This is so drinkable. Yeah. So what, what percentage did you say so it comes out? Or did, did you know He It did tell me. As Bob oh. looks at his notes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, this is what happens to yeah. us. <laughs> 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 we'll
5: just have a look at
1: one time. I'll you. Yeah. He did yeah,
3: tell me Bob. It
1: that's good. So, so while we're, we're working our way through this one, we'll go through a few more of the comments that you had on on, on your poll. <laughs> so yeah. it's... Oh, yeah, we've not, not finished with you yet.
0: Um, actually, did we get
1: the scores in yet? I don't think we did. So, um, 79% of people went for yes, they think the area is overlooked. Which
4: is, mean, it seems like the, the minority decided to make a comment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's almost
0: the way, though. Yeah, and uh, in, cause it's easy to vote, but to actually quantify the comments, you will usually be often being negative. Well, private so so professionals are always mm-hmm. really
1: <laughs> yes, so to studio, you? Oh. Yeah. Um, Come talk to us. <laughs> so, Matt Ginnery at Half Fine Gent. Um, I've had a couple of great nights out in Brum, some great places. Coventry, I was straight to the footy and straight out of Coventry, so I so didn't really get a chance to check it out. Um, David Martin at DM27. Not the other David Martin um, that we know. Uh, maybe symptom of a wider issue that the West Midlands isn't as cool as Manchester, Liverpool, etc. Also, the loss of the Birmingham Beer Bash, even if temporary, is unfortunate. So, so, what, so, what do you think about that one in particular, in terms of losing what was become, vast, rapidly becoming possibly the country's most exciting beer festival? I,
4: it's, it's a hard one to be fair. I, I think the Birmingham Beer Bash was run particularly good. Um, the Birmingham Bazaar, uh, Brum Bazaar, that happened. In, this year, with Birmingham Beer Week, um, was a very good continuation on from that. But I feel like there needs to be something more, maybe next year, maybe an amalgamation of the two Birmingham Beer Week and the Birmingham Beer Festival. It seems to work very, very well with the Birmingham Beer Week at a different yeah. time, with the Birmingham Bazaar. But putting them both together will create much more of an impact. A lot of the guys
3: are so.
4: Um, That's my
3: question. Yeah, so Dave is the guy behind the beer bash. I think spends quite a lot of his time in Crewe now. I think it's become more difficult to, to run something from Birmingham. Um, so I think that's part of the reason. And I think he started a, a festival um, in in Crewe yeah, itself. Yeah. So I think kind of some of his focus was around there. So there wasn't then the the, the opportunity to, to for somebody to step in and take on the bash. Um, so um, the the beer bazaar happened um, this. Um, this summer, um, different group of people, different venue, more city centre based. Um, actually, was really positive and, and, and lots of local breweries um, focused. Um, the beers, there was a really good selection of beers, um, but didn't quite get the following. The, the kind of, and um, you know, the the. I think what, that was probably mainly down to it being the first year as well. I think took a hit off
0: because I think Birmingham Beer have actually yeah. really started. to a good
4: following yeah really started to pick it up it well, was hitting a lot of the right notes and then it stopped places like indie man beer festival as well that no one really kind of realized it was happening so mm. probably about the second or third yeah. year that mm. it was actually happening as well so uh, it takes back- time to build it yeah beer bash was in its third year before it stopped and then uh the bug bazaar started the first year so a lot of people never actually heard but uh, now so, so,
1: so do you think the area is missing something like that that's got like the focal point for, for beer? Because again, let's you know you look around the country, you, you've got Indy Man and you know a lot of this is going to come down to the fantastic venues that yeah. these the, these festivals well, occupy. Not, again, it's part of the problem. But, you know, when we as Birmingham
6: beer drinkers, and you look on Twitter, and you say, Oh, Pop City, they've got wow, fantastic to go there. Dock City, to go there. Crystal Craft Beer Festival, yeah, Liverpool, yeah. But I, I can't imagine that there's many people from outside the West Midlands that looked at the Birmingham Beer Resort. Partly because they didn't promote it as well as they should have done. Yeah. And went, oh, we want to go there. Which is a shame because, as Bob said, it was a really good festival. I mean, they had, you know, we had lots of local brewers there. We had, had quite a decent cash rate. They got some quite dirty cast on. They had a, a bar from Tilt. That have got you know, phenomenal beers. Oh, get know, phenomenal beers. Yeah. But it was just, I mean, I think partly that was down to the promotion of it. But partly, again, it just goes back to that thing that Birmingham just seems to be putting the in, in, in everything. I mean, I know Birmingham we a big deal football early on, but I think, again, it's not just football. It, it, it's, like, it, it's like there's like a cultural thing about Birmingham that people don't, you know. Because, I mean, even going, you know, if you think about music, whenever anybody goes about music, you talk about local, like people, who wouldn't make sense at that. they've got a license, you know what happens when you go. It's the homo metal. It's the homo metal. It's the homo metal country. The... Yeah, and then what does that really mean?
3: You think it's metal. It
6: doesn't, well. it doesn't really yeah, signify so it. Really, even with something like music, you don't, I mean, Bob and I were talking about the food prices <clears> this morning, and it's
5: completely irrelevant, but again, they miss burning them
1: out, and, and gigs. They miss it the fast. The story of <laughs> the country. Yeah, to be fair, Manchester, yeah. Manchester, yeah. And, and I mean, like mean, a quite a poor
5: example. Yeah. yeah. Lots of people. Of people bands in general. And I think yeah, well, again, like you, you go back to this whole second city thing, yeah. and you miss out Birmingham again.
1: Well, you don't ever hear of bands playing the NEC anymore. No, you don't. Which it was always whenever back when I used to really be into music in my teens, it was that the big venues were Wembley Arena, Birmingham NEC. And that, that, in fact, that was probably it. Yep. Back, back to like you know, 15, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now there's so many venues that can cater for it. And yeah. What with the you know bands now going to, into stadiums and playing stadiums as well. All of a sudden, places like the NEC are now just used. to, I don't know what was the last thing that the NEC hosted? Do? Dog show maybe? Or well, well, yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. something. The steps
1: are
4: coming up. You, never you know, You know that. You're going. Don't give me that. Is
1: it, is it oh, steps yeah. on the eve of the Creambow Grill? Yes, it is. <laughs> I think
5: you, you, go, you go back to um, the beer bash. Yeah, go yeah, back. The <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> rush hand, just keep it. No, Because
1: no. he told us on the train on the way out. Of the way, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. Never miss an opportunity to plug something we're doing. <laughs> oh, what, what? Steps to the mountain? Steps
0: to the Go to the concert on Friday, Sheffield the next day. That's it, that's exactly it, You go back to
5: the beer bash and I think, and kind of venues locally. I think one of the interesting things is there's actually very limited decent sort of space yeah. as to a to decent beer venue in the city centre. And I think I mean I know Indie, you look at Indyman Man and actually yeah it is a bit of a track track out of Manchester City Centre, but it's not far. No. Um, but
1: it's not that's not a massive venue, no. It's not. It's an old swimming pool. Yeah.
3: yeah.
5: We've got those. No, in a
3: weekend. Weekend. Yeah. Well, I think yeah, we have got, look,
5: look, they yeah. utilise the space really well. Yeah. And yeah. I think actually, you go back to Beer and and I thought the Beerbach venue was excellent. Yeah. It was such a good yeah. venue. Yeah. And,
0: and they sit an outside looking out. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. actually, on a summer's day. Yeah.
4: fantastic. Can I reverse it the other way then? How many British breweries would actually come to Birmingham to put a tap, or tap, kind of, or a festival? Yeah. Do you reckon there would be many be- viewers that would do that? Well, I think there would be
1: Siren much. Got no, some I, get- Simon, get- Simon, I would have thought Simon would have
6: been well, the a one. easier. Well, thing wild. is, in case
0: of like the a family yeah, someone well, needs
6: to build something, so they can, yeah. they can. Yeah, but you say that, you say that, but then think back to Cotteridge's <laughs> birthday parties, 20th birthday, 20th birthday. Cotteridge, go to Simon and you know, go, we have a birthday party. can you move it? Yeah, okay. They go to Major Rock. can you move it? Yeah, okay. They go to Lucy, can you move okay. They go to Lucy, Okay. And, you know, you've yeah, got a fantastic energy. You know, again, it's that thing. If you know, Ridge could transport what they do into Birmingham city centre, that would be fantastic. But well, we know that's not going to happen because we spoke to Janet Cal, and A, there's not the venue yeah. because again, it comes down to mental places, and, and B, they're still not really sure how big the Birmingham city because when they have their parties and they attack their covers, you know, we go to them and we see people there. And then they'll have another one we go to it, but it's the same people we see. You know what I'm waiting for? Beaver Town, the woven above place. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. Right. yeah but <laughs> <lots of people laughs> but
5: on the other level. hand, you go to something like Siren, and Siren and Craft have got a partnership with the Original Platimen. And yeah. the Original Platimen and Siren have got a bar and a yeah, yeah. place yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. So you can't say that these places won't come to be. The no, 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 I mean, they do in come. In effect,
3: Beaver Town have been looking for a long time because yeah, they've got gone into like. the region. Obviously, Logan's dad's in you know, hampton. Yeah.
2: He's
0: Logan's dad. I'll finish my
1: raspberry beer. Yeah, I'm not.
0: Gonna... Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd say that
1: because I've always made Okay, yeah. so, so we're getting final thoughts on this one. Delicious. So Probably a little bit, bit, more, bit more.
3: So it's really nice. Yeah. So it's uh, a 3.8% um, yeah. uh, raspberry uh, beer.
1: It's just it's incredibly really drinkable. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, 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 it's just like drinking raspberry juice. Yeah,
3: but it's, least, it's yeah, just got
0: a nice little. There's something just running through it because it's got that alcohol in it. Just yeah. It just takes away from just being fruit juice. Yeah.
3: I think I, I did make a joke um on online recently with the guys from um kind of Burning Soul and kind of included Glasshouse. That I, I wouldn't be surprised if Glasshouse were included in the thirsty games again. Then.
6: Well, I, I did think that. I did want that. I actually said that to yeah. Josh. We 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 said a, we've said a few times. I after. think it would be great if Josh would get involved. We can't do a double, because
3: then maybe that would get yeah. Oh god, there's oh, two- are, good Yeah, but has yeah. no, gone out. It's going to be on the back of five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, we've got, again, it just underlines we've got some really interesting breweries yeah. making some really good yeah. beers. Yeah, I
1: mean, I fact, is, we've had two beers so far that are pretty much opposite ends of the yeah. scale in, in in terms of what they can do. I think we've got What's the third one to try now as well. Sorry, however. the third one is an interesting one. It is. Should I oh. introduce this?
5: Yeah, please
6: you know, the yeah, right. we we temporary someone top. tells us that. Yeah. 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 So this yeah. is when the uh, the Birmingham beer was in there. and they they you know a um, lot of local boomers got involved in our bars and I work as I said uh, at Green And so Alex at Green decided to do a couple of special beers for the um stop, stop passing the
5: Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm
6: just going to welcome them all to yeah. me because I know so we so to, to be busy So obviously, the, the whole New England IPA style was, was, was a big thing. So he decided, because we, you know, we, we got Norman we got normal Yay! So he decided we were going to use and IPA, uh, which I think ended up with like 7 7%. And then he's done, he did uh, a vehicle renaissance, which was an Imperial Mile. Which I thought it was actually nuts for me because I thought who the hell was Nicky malt? Twisted <laughs> barrel. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of people doing it, but um, you nice. never miss <laughs> a chance to. It was try. a great beer, and nine percent beer blonde that he tasted. But this, you even know well, IPA. I mean, I um, I mean I I've had it, you know, it was Alex was brewing it, he was giving me a beer, and it me at the taste, and little things, I was tasting it, I'm thinking this is a fantastic beer, and I'd actually when when he actually came here, he gave me some. and. The night before I'd been to Goodog and had the. Was it Cola, didn't they? Did Goodog do a collab with Clairewater? It's you not know, the one they did. Yeah. And I had it and I said, this is as good as the Goodog Clairewater collab, but you know, my well, palette's not fantastic, but I'm a little bit biased, so you know, maybe I'm speaking. Was that the tablet one they
1: did? No, no, that was the big town. Oh, okay. The
6: tablet one was the. Oh, the I
1: was the
0: proper new yeah, it new was
6: the one. Yeah, new yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then when we went to the Beer and you know, we said valve and we gave it to people, and um, Rich from well, they had a bit of trouble with the taps, so Rich from well, burn the Soul came down and helped us out, and when it, when we got everything sorted out, I gave him the taste of beer, He went, wow, that is really good, and he went, that tastes like a clamor beer. Right, well, so let's, let's stop it there, yep. let's find out. Can we just oh, like yeah. oh, say so, oh. one quick thing before we review it, yeah. is that we've got
5: two bottles of this, the one that we've just popped open, which, the poor sound guy is going to remember that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, kind of an older version it? of so how, how old is it? About four months? Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, no, so, so there's kind of a bit Keep of a... Of beer. It's got an incredible nose. There's
1: yeah. a bit, yeah. a bit, a bit nice of a hot fade in this one. Ooh, um, it's still, I mean, it, to be honest, no. it
5: still tastes incredible. It does still, still, still taste incredible. Still still incredible. But what we've also got in front of us is a bottle of the new beer. Unfortunately, this mm. one was only bottled six days ago, so it's not quite carbonated. Bios, so we've kind of right, bios, yeah, yeah. But, um, So, so you've kind of got two
1: beers here, one which is uh, slightly older, and one which is slightly newer, which
5: is
0: under carbonated. Yeah. Kind
6: of wanted to drink. just a like blend, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get some of that new stuff. So let's try a little bit so yeah. get yeah. Cheers. 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 Yeah. Cheers. cheers. Yeah. But when we were when we people were drinking at the bazaar. Um, I mean, I, I gave it to. Richard Sandler, who's the guy who owns Clink, one of the co owners of Clink, and he said, what's that? And I said, it's Green Duck Beer. And he went, that's Green Duck. And there was almost a kind of sense of surprise that Green Duck could brew a beer like this. And obviously, I know, you know, Alex, you know, he's only 24, he's a fantastic brewer, He knows what he's doing. He's a really good brewer. But it's just, sometimes, you know, he just hasn't had the chance to do this. But obviously, give him the chance, you know. And this, a lot of people were coming up to us over the weekend saying, this was the best beer. That they um, have a special, speaking yeah. from a brewer's
4: perspective, this is very, very well made. Yeah. And also, um, I hope we don't kind of shy away from your traditional stuff as well. Yeah. Because your traditional beers are really bang on. Yeah. I, I want you to produce more of it, Yeah, more of it. But yeah. still keep doing yes, yeah, it. Yeah. I think yeah.
5: one of the interesting things about Greenhook is that actually a lot of this, a lot of the beers, like the one we're drinking now aren't selling very well at the tap house itself, yeah. there. Yeah. Um So you've kind of, Stale is traditionally a very, a very much Cask-focused kind of place. Yeah. And they're still really enjoying their Cask beers. So you've kind of got, as you mentioned
6: earlier, the duck blonde, yeah, which sells really well there. But something like this might not. Yeah. But actually what's brilliant about this is it sells across Birmingham. Yeah, Duque that's well. the thing, yeah, because then, yeah, I mean, I've just started working for a new bar that's just opening our uh, no, no, called no, no, the call call yeah. Paper yeah. Duck. And we put this on yeah. and uh, it, it sold out in a few days because it's, yeah. and, uh, you know, obviously I was recommending it to people, but it's, I'm, you know, despite the slight bias, you know, I recommend it because it is a fantastic it's beer. You know? well, I think for me, if in in this modern
1: age of everything has to be drank uber fresh, yeah. you, you know, if you haven't drunk it within a week, then it's, it's already yeah. going off. Yeah. What we're drinking here is a four month old IP. Yeah. Mm. That that has a n an incredible nose on it. Yeah. Yes, maybe some of the flavours have, have dialed down a little bit, but it's four months old. Yeah. Yeah, but you, so know, you can, can still taste what it would have been like. Yeah. The only thing about the flames dialed right. down it's four months old. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, On its own if I did it doesn't taste time. Thai thai no, no. there yeah, yeah, there's no Thai
0: flavors, no, no tide no. right no. it's still it's, right. Quite, it's still quite zingy as well. Mm-hmm. On the it's a really good bit
3: yeah. I think it's really nice. It's really got a right? real nice bitterness. that yeah. I think yeah. Sometimes missing in, in some IPAs. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. Especially this is, this is what I like in these kind <laughs> of beers. <bitter. laughs> this is what I look for in these kind
0: of beers. If yeah. you want to have Completely. a nice bit of alcohol, I want the zigginess and the bitterness.
1: Well. I want a bit of finish. Yeah,
0: like, yeah. I
3: want to go, I need another bit.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, think,
3: oh, I think one of the things that the Midlands can do with is just people wanting to be a bit more
0: Adventurous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean the brewers, I don't mean the no, brewers. I no, no. As Carl coughs no. in the corner. No. Yeah. I don't mean the bre- I mean the
3: drinkers. Yeah. So I mean the I don't have it nationally not just. But then are necessities yeah. again. It's it's
0: the the brewers are making beer because that's what they get told the punters want to bar- to drink. So the drink the punters drink it, so the brewers make it. So it's, who breaks the cycle?
2: I
1: don't think this is just isolated to, to the Midlands and Essex no. as well. This is probably being replicated in other areas in the country. probably. Yeah, I, mean, well I suppose our, senses, it's our experience, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, You know, this, this,
1: uh, this beer we're drinking is a fantastic example yeah, of yeah. what can be done. So I, I think what, what we've seen here is, so, so far, we've, we've drunk three very, very different, different beers yeah. from three very different breweries yeah. as, as well. And but yet, there's nothing going on in the Midlands. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is <laughs> well, well
4: the thing is I think the breweries are patting each other's backs. Yeah. And the breweries yeah, are patting each other's backs and saying, Well then you're making a good beer, well then you're making a good beer
1: So amazing. so why aren't why isn't that message getting out there? Uh, and, and and no that's that's not an answer for now, that's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Because right there is, is where we're gonna end this episode. Uh, um, and,
2: and
1: we're gonna
2: really that I gonna
3: do
2: And <laughs>
1: and we're gonna come back to that. In, in, in part two of, of, of our Midlands special. can't no, no, back, so, back in. Um, but as, as always, if you want to get involved in what you've heard so far, use the hashtag opinions. Let's know what you think about um, the Midlands or any Midlands beers that you've enjoyed. That.
2: That's to <laughs> me. At our
1: bearded one. There'll be a link in the show notes, of course. Um, yeah, let's know what you think uh, about the first part, and uh, part two of this will be out next week for you to listen to. Um, so um, yeah, thanks to everyone for for your input so far. Uh, I've really enjoyed this. Um, cheers.
2: Yeah.